0: Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is The Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm
1: Kelly Hatcher. And together we are The Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very
0: long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad, related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well,
1: hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show, episode 129. We are... Moving and grooving this week, and we hope that you guys are having a fabulous week as well. We've got um, St. Patty's Day this week. Yes, I'm feeling a little green. I think we have. We both have some cute shirts that are black and green. I still have
0: mine. You bought it for me.
1: Oh well, good. I'm glad you kept it. Um, wear it on Thursday. We'll I will take a picture. Or if you don't wear it, I'll, I'll take an old picture of what we had. But I, I like that one. It's a, it's a, it's a lucky week for us. That's what we're going with. We're going to make this a good lucky week for us this week. I don't know
0: if you, I don't know if you ever heard there is an acronym back when we did a Bible study. I don't know if you were in this one or not, but somebody said luck is an acronym. It stands for living under Christ's kindness, L-U-C-K. I was like, I want that kind of luck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it like that. That's a good one. How you did remembered you remember it?
0: Again?
1: I'm sorry. And you remembered it. That's even better.
0: Hey, now. <laughs> Are we throwing in how many days you still have left? Come on. You're killing me. Yeah, we're, we're, we're
1: in the 70s, just to let you know.
0: We're probably in the 60s by now. I don't think you're really counting.
1: I, I am. I, we have uh, 71. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, <laughs> you're such a liar. <laughs>
1: sounded really good. I was trying to be very like assertive when I said that number.
0: <laughs> you did sound assertive. I just know you too well.
1: <laughs> hey, how you do?
0: How'd you do with the spring ahead? You love this time of year. It,
1: it's my happiest day of the year, so it is a great, great day. Last even, night,
0: even though you get robbed an hour of
1: sleep, you're totally cool with this. You know what? The sleep part doesn't bother me. The part that I love too much is that my nights are longer. And I like that. I mean, right now, because of the whole cancer thing, you know, I'm in bed by nine o'clock. So it was really eight o'clock. So really it, it was a little challenging for me because I really wasn't tired. And then it just jacked up my whole sleeping things. Um, but I love that. It's, you know, I, it makes me think that at summer's around the corner and it's going to get Lighter and lighter at night. And I just love this time of year. There's more time to get out and do things. And I'm hoping within the next few weeks, I'll be one of those people that can get out and do things. So
0: <laughs> that would be awfully nice. I want that for you too.
1: Me too. Me too. Um, so I came across this uh, newsletter that I get every week, and it's um, in the recovery field. And when I got it, it was, some really important things that I just was like, I really like this. It it was about living in the now. And so I popped it on with Mel and showed it with her, showed it, I showed it and shared it. So showed it um, with Mel and we decided that, you know what, we're going to come back around full circle and talk a little bit about the choices that we have as individuals. And I just thought, we're we're both we believe this so strongly and we just think that sometimes maybe we forget to talk about it from the beginning. So we're going to come back and go full circle and kind of talk about how we live in the now.
0: I love it. And I think it's a good time to do it especially as we continue to get new listeners. Um, sometimes when they hear some of our podcasts, it may, it's like, we're just jumping around. And so I think to go back and kind of lay down the basics, I think is a, um, a really great idea, Kel. I like this.
1: Good, 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 good. One of the things that, um, I think both for Mel and I, that we talk about a lot is living in today. Like we can't change the past and to look too far ahead in the future, We just don't know what tomorrow brings. So for us, it's living each day and changing our thoughts to make sure that we're staying positive. And I know, you know, for Mel having her husband, (laughs) she, she is the most positive person I know. And so it probably drives him crazy. It drives me crazy sometimes, but she just can take any circumstance and change it around so it helps her in her day-to-day life. So, I'm going to let you kind of play with this a little mel and kind of go with your how you change your circumstance. Or you you excuse me, you can't change a circumstance. Never mind. You can't change that. But how you change your thoughts based on a circumstance and walk us through this.
0: Yeah, I I would love to. You know, the thing that's interesting, like how you just said, it's something that, you know, I do. And all I want to say is it's something that anybody can do. Like if you are a mentally well person, which is the majority of people, um, you can do this, you know, and again, Kelly and I always like to say, we're coming at this from a place where Life is pretty good for you right now. You're pretty mentally healthy and you feel well. If you're going through a really difficult, dark time, we want you to be getting professional help. Um, We're coming at this from, hey, you're living your average, wonderful, but average life. Here are some things that could maybe take it up a notch because I really love to be happy. And I feel like this has helped me even in the down times. Right. I deal with it better.
1: Right. Yeah. And and your downtimes could be based on work. You you might be frustrated at work. It may be your spouse. It may be your children. It may just be the life you're living. You could be like myself and you could be frustrated with what you're doing just in your own head. So knowing that you have this choice, it doesn't matter, work, home, individual, it this this, the steps that we use through this really can help us in our day-to-day life. And I think that's a big thing that it doesn't matter who you are. This works.
0: It does. And a lot of what we talk about is based off of positive psychology, which really, was um, a term that started to be used like, I think it was like the 1960s, 1970s, but they really kind of took this twist on psychology where so much of the time before that was spent on mental illness and understanding when things go wrong and people are schizophrenic and, you know, severely depressed and all these sort of things. But positive psychology is the scientific study about what makes life worth living. And like, that's what we support. Like that's the kind of psychology that Kelly and I love to read about. And I'm, I'm sure there are books we can see about linking a couple of books. If you're like, Oh, I want to know a little bit more about positive psychology. I think that would be great. Cause it really does focus on our behaviors and our thoughts and our feelings, but all from a point of strength, not as weaknesses, so I think that's that's important just to mention.
1: And that positive psychology is also um, one of the buzzwords that's been around now for the last few years. Is um, more, and we're talking about it in school now. Is the positive mindset, and yes. having that positive mindset goes along with that positive psychology. The psychi- the psychology of this is changing our mindsets and how we can do this. Um, there was an article, and I know that sounds weird because usually Melissa is the one who says, there was this article I read, but there was this article I read, and um, the state of Alabama is actually fighting the school board for the state and wanting to take away the, the, like the social emotional learning, the SEL learning within the school district. They're, they they want to take it away. What is their reasoning? Well, they're feeling that um, it's pushing more and it, it is, I, and I'm sorry to any of you from Alabama, but it is Alabama. Um, they feel that it's more focused on um, instead of the social emotional, it's giving kids choices. And they feel that that should be a parent's job to talk about having choices and changing your thoughts because they don't want to talk about, uh, gay marriages or, uh, transgender or any of that. They don't want that to be, they, if a kid comes to a counselor and says, you know, I think I like girls and I'm a girl and the counselor says, well, you know, what makes you feel like that? And, you know, social, emotional, you kind of talk about those things and it's your choice. Like, but they do not want teachers counselors anybody but they're taking away the whole social emotional end of it as well which is a, a huge part of it is that mindset and you get to be the only one who gets to choose it's yours and yeah, they i wonder have. if
0: there's a happy medium there where they could work on maybe the wording or the way because i i can understand both sides of that um You know, even like, you know, this is like a side conversation, but like with with Planned Parenthood, when when girls could go there very young without parent knowledge, right? There are parents that do want to know what's going on and could be feeling left out. But I would think that like, that would just be a wording issue and we could still support. I mean, I think everybody's goal is to support our children. At least I hope. Well, I think
1: a lot of, you know, depending on where you live and your beliefs and, um, you know, if you're living in this house, this, these are our rules and our beliefs and you don't get to choose your own beliefs until you leave the house. So I think it's kind of hard depending on where you live. So I, I mean, obviously that's another topic, but for us, that positive mindset is a huge part of our, the model that we use, I believe.
0: Yes, and it helps to align each and every day for me. So um, I talk about this, uh, and I've, I've learned this just, you know, it's not something that I've created, it's just something that I follow. And that is that in our minds, we have what's called the unintentional model. So a circumstance happens, and without us even thinking, we respond. We have a thought about it, the thought generates a feeling. That feeling drives an action and whatever action or inaction we do or don't do gives us a result. And that's just the cycle. It's just the cycle of how life works. Like this is just psychology stuff. The difference in what's been really um, life-changing for me is that when I catch an unintentional model happening, I intentionally change it. So we are all capable of doing that. And that's like kind of what you started with. Like one of the first things you said, Cal, was it's all about choices. It is all about choices. We get to choose all the time what it is we want to believe. And so if there's a circumstance and I don't know, do you have a circumstance in mind or do you want me to think up a circumstance? Um, I don't have one off the top of my head. I wish I did. Well, something that I'm currently literally working through right now is I have a circumstance that, um, says summer is three months away. Okay. So that's a circumstance. Summer is three months away.
1: Can't change it. There's no thought involved in that. It's just what it is. Can't change it.
0: Right. And here's the thing, you know, that you've messed with your circumstance. If it leaves you with a feeling. Like, it, like in a, a, it, there's not even room for a thought because really your circumstance is a thought. It's like people want to say, here's a circumstance. My husband's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um, okay, actually, that's not a circumstance. <laughs> there's a lot of emotion.
1: <laughs> but in the moment, um, you may believe it is a
0: circumstance. <laughs> it's your thought. It's for sure your thought. But you've got to go back. What did he say that made you think that thought? Right. So people confuse circumstances for thoughts all All the time. time. So the thing could be, he walked into the kitchen and said, you still haven't started dinner. Like you write that line. That's what he said. You don't say he said it like a jerk. No, Mm -hmm. you got to leave all the emotions out. You just say, my husband walked in the kitchen. He asked dinner, isn't ready yet. Mm -hmm. My thought. My husband is such an asshole, right? So it's just important to remember that. So my circumstance right now is summer is three months away. If I am unintentional and I just let my brain go where it goes, it wants to go to the past because that's what our brains do. It's a form of protection. And my brain wants to remind me, oh, summer is a killer for you, Mel. Your business drops to almost nil. You make so little money in the summer is barely enough to get by on. That's what my brain wants to do because all past summers, that's been the case. If I look at my numbers, it's the slowest time of year for my business. When I have any, any of those thoughts, I mean, we could pick any one of them. (laughs) They all are going to result with a negative feeling, right? Right. I'm a loser. I can't figure it out. I'm a terrible business owner. Again, those are thoughts. I should be more specific. So, how do I feel? It should be one word in the feeling line.
1: Right, a feeling. One, one word. word. Yep. Make
0: defeated, it. discouraged, depressed—all the D words. I was mm-hmm. supposed to say you have a lot of D words. <laughs> <laughs> <I> dumb, <do>. dumb. <Dum-dum. laughs> Damn it! Damn it! You got a lot of D words. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I have that negative feeling. Then that leads to an action or an inaction. And in a lot of ways, when I'm unintentional, I'm like, so, you know, what's the point? Like, it's kind of a waste of my time. I don't think I'm going to even do anything this summer. I just need to make enough during the year so that I do nothing in the summer. And then Remember, once I do that, I have that to my action line. Then my result is, yeah, I don't make much money in the summer because I'm not doing it in the summer because I feel like it's a waste of time. And it circles back to the circumstance or to the original thought, not the circumstance, the original thought that this is like a waste of my time. And it circles round and round and round. It's terrible. Very unhealthy. Very unhealthy. Very,
1: very. So summer is three months away. Change it
0: intentional model looks very different. What if my thought instead, because I get to choose, is I just haven't thought of the winning um, course for summertime, or this year I'm going to come up with the winning course for summertime. I've been paying attention to what moms really want. I know exactly what to make, design, create, whatever. All of a sudden, that feeling line is hopeful. That feeling line moves to something positive. And what is my action? I start building. I start creating. I start marketing. I start putting it out there. Now, the result could still be not a lot of money, but I have a heck of a lot better chance. Right. At having something
1: going with this. And you have motivation now. Like you're not like not depressed, not discouraged. You're like, okay, I, I've got some drive because I'm going to make this happen. So exactly, those feelings are changing now to, okay, this could be exciting. This yeah. could be, you know, something that something new and a adrenaline rush. Like, I mean, things could happen.
0: Yeah. I love your word motivating. Cause that is exactly how I feel when I get a new idea like suddenly, I'm like, I could work for hours because I'm so excited about this new idea. So excited and motivated are two really good words for that. And so that's just one example. But I think that all of you listening can kind of get that idea. It's normal for any circumstance to take you down a negative path unintentionally, unintentionally. It could be because you've had this negative thought running for so long, you don't even catch it anymore. So step one is to stop and catch it. Write down your unintentional but realistic model. What's the thought that you're really happy? Be honest. What feeling is that creating? What action or inaction is happening because of it? What result are you getting, right? And again, like it could be somebody who believes like, I could never lose weight. I can never lose weight. I just can't. I can't lose weight. You have a negative thought like that, then you're going to have a negative feeling. You'll feel defeated. So you won't even start something. Or if you start something, you'll quit it because like you don't even believe in yourself.
1: Exactly. So you start eating more and you gain more weight.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's so much better. Catch it. Don't beat yourself up too much either. It's normal. Yeah. It's normal to have negative thoughts.
1: There's nothing wrong. And it's okay yeah. to have them. It's normal, but it's also okay to have them. If we did, we've talked about this so many times. If we always were happy, I, I mean, it, it. We that's why we're created to have all of these feelings and emotions and live on this roller coaster of life. That if you were happy all the time, you'd be weird. Like when you're when you're anxious, it's okay. Be anxious and then work through it. It, it will. The the result at the end of this could be amazing, and sometimes you know we can talk again about this of working even backwards of once you have that result, like okay, change. What can I do to change so this result doesn't keep happening over and over again? Because that cycle, it can it can wear you down.
0: Well, and I love that you mentioned that Kelly because when I write out my unintentional model. Right next to it on my piece of paper in my journal, I write my intentional model, and I do start at the bottom because I realize, okay, I don't like the result of this unintentional model. What result do I want? And I want to have a profitable summer. So I start there. If I want the result of a profitable summer to stop that crazy cycle from going, then what's my action? I have to create a course and market it that people are going to love. How do I have to feel motivated to do that? So what do I have to believe? I have a great idea waiting to burst.
1: It changes everything. Yeah. And you do get giddy and excited when you, when you start working it and you get that motivation, like you're on fire. Like that is where you get the giddiness. And to say that you're still going to be cautious. Okay. Shit. Here it comes again. Here comes summer, you know, in a year or two, it may be that you don't need to do a summer course because you are okay. You've planned it out that throughout the year, you're making enough money to subside the summer months. Like, There's so many options you could put in there, but I would
0: love to hire people to run my book clubs and, um, like this summer, I actually am going to have a guest teacher. She's a ninth grade English teacher and she's creating a course that's going to help parents get their kids ready to start high school. Like what should your oh. child in the area of writing know walking in on the first day of high school? Oh, that's so that's awesome. going to be a great course. Yeah. That's so I don't awesome. have to do the working. I can hire other people. And we'll, you know, market their great ideas and just throw our wow stamp on it. It's going to be awesome. It's big stuff coming.
1: I I love it. If um one of the um one of the things that I read was a new app, and it's not new, excuse me, it's not a new app. It's an app though that this woman that wrote this um, blog post was talking about, and it's called the Now. Just two words, the Now. And they're basically um. It's kind of like the one we talked about the I am where it's positive affirmations, but these are more of, um, it it actually says there's lessons in there. So you can take the lesson parts of it. You can take the tips that they offer you, but there's also just, um, motivational quotes to help you personally. It's, it's an individual. So it's kind of like the, I am, but you can go a little bit deeper and it's a free app. So um, we should link to that. Yeah, for sure. So knowing that um, learning to be grateful is a huge thing. Um, one of the things that I showed, Mel, can you scroll, scroll that up a little? Sure, and I yeah. think these, the words in this of, of changing our negative thoughts to something that can, we can overcome and thinking the positive of changing your anger into being calm. How do you do that? Well, if you change the way you look at things, you change the thought, you have that choice of being angry, or you can change it into being calm, or despair into joy, doubt into hope. I mean, I just, all of those things, they're so empowering to me. Like we have these choices to change it. And you can still be angry, but to live in that anger for a, a period of time. It's draining. It's exhausting on you. It it jacks up your insides. It jacks up your head, your stomach. Like you need to change that. People have go to anger management courses because it's so detrimental to your health. So I think it's just such an important thing. And I I wanted us to come back around, and we'll keep talking about these kind of things. But knowing to be grateful for today and. Even if it's a shitty day, find something, find something. So you can change the way you're dealing with things. I think it's just too important for all of us.
0: And like with anything, it takes practice. You know, nobody is perfect at, at anything in life. You know, Kel and I do not sit here and go, we've got to figure it figured out. We are grateful, you know, 24, 7. Certainly not. But like Kel said, you get to decide how long you want to sit in frustration or how long do you want to resent somebody? Because if you're choosing years to resent somebody, who are you really hurting? I I doubt the person even knows how much you resent them. So just practicing it. And, you know, speaking of quotes, I actually have... um, from Michael Hyatt, he's a you know business professional, and he, he creates what's called the um, focus planner that I use for my business, and I love it. And there are a lot of quotes in there. And one of my favorite that is, he put in here says, if at first you don't succeed, you're normal. And I love that because it reminds us it's not about getting it perfect. It's about trying getting in there, doing, getting up when you've fallen down and just move forward.
1: I love it. I had one that I wrote down this morning too, that says, I live my life for me, not for what others think. And I was like, you know what, that sometimes we're so worried about what other people are going to think of us. And we change the way we do things to to please them, which is really something that, you know, I, I need to work on sometimes as well. So there's our two in quotes and to close our, our little podcast out for today. We hope you got some uh, learning out of this one. It seems like this was a learning one, but I kind of like this one. I like these kind of ones. So know that we're here for you. If you have questions about this, reach out to us. We're, we'd love to help you with this as well. Um, until then, we will see you on the socials
0: thank you so much for joining us today if you would like to connect with mel or kel be sure to follow them on instagram at the mel and kel show or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com thanks so much have a great day